Episode 33, what to do in 2022. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. Sharing the adventure of leading and growing a bootstrapped SaaS company. Hear the experiences, challenges, wins, and losses shared in each episode from Aaron Weike of Leadferno and Darren Shaw of Whitespark. Let's go. Welcome to the SaaS Venture Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Darren. And unless we really mess things up in just the last, you know, 14 days of this thing, we've made it through 2021, which is, you know, saying something again this year. Yeah, yep, definitely. Uh, you know, don't count your chickens before they hatch or whatever they say. <laughs> we still got a couple of weeks to get through, but yeah, it's looking good. Looking good. We're going to make it. Trending in the in the right direction. I will say personally, this by far and away, and maybe this is just true as every year goes by, but this was the fastest year of my life. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Brand new SaaS company trying to get it off the ground, starting from zero. Has it been all in 2021 or did you get started in 2020? Yeah, we got started in the end of 2020 with just yeah. planning and environment stuff and and things like that, but didn't really get going until the start of 2021. So yeah. Well, what a year. Holy what a year. Remote. You got on a rocket ship. What a year without a paycheck, everyone. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the life of an entrepreneur. So much fun. Someday I will have a paycheck again and I will buy everyone ice cream. <laughs> One ice cream for everyone, every human in the world. Yeah. Especially our listeners. Like, yeah. Feel feel free to uh Tweet me or whatever else that I owe you an ice cream once I finally announce. And I, and when that day comes, I will definitely tweet like, yeah, I was able to pay myself, which would be you ship an ice cream across the country. Yes, I will spend my <laughs> whole first when I have to tell my wife, Marcy, that my whole first check is going towards ice cream globally, like she's just going to have to deal with it. So <laughs> it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Yeah. How you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. I just feel for some reason, I don't know if it's the end of the year, if it's the holidays coming up, but it's like, I feel unbelievably busy. I cannot stay on top of my to-do list. I got five more things that I was supposed to get done at the end of every day. And it just is a little frustrating, but I'm also excited about, you know, the year was, was positive. Uh, the, in terms of, you know, business growth, that was, that was good. I had a great year and I'm really excited about, you know, some things that are, coming up some launches actually a launch today how about you how are you doing yeah just ramping up getting some big things off the list still working on the biggest thing um from you know the when we talked last with six weeks to go in the year now we're down to just two as we uh record this and probably just one by the time we get this this episode out but you know just as we were bantering before we hit record like that this time of the year, I get way more of like uh, chaos in life mm -hmm. from kids events and choir concerts. And, right. you know, then you get into all the things you're trying to like plan and jam in for the holidays and whatever else. And yeah, just it definitely feels really chaotic. But I, I, I also know, you know, in, in the past and, um, you know, I always once you hit like that afternoon of Christmas Eve and then, you know, you can just kind of check out 
for like a week. Yeah, you got the rest of the week off. We'll play some video games. Yeah. Just like, just enjoy some actual downtime. I'm really looking forward to that week between Christmas and New Year's. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. I I will probably fail at unplugging for most of it, but Mm -hmm. I'll have some good, some family that'll be in town that will like help distract me and not, you know, dig into work and whatever, which, which isn't that bad. I'm obviously, I love what I'm currently doing and the to-do list is large and I want to get those things done. So the year starts off right. So, but it'll all work out. There'll be a lot of great holiday and family time and I'll I'll probably get some things done. Yeah. Yeah. I I plan to win. I'm going to succeed at that week of downtime. I'm going to actually totally, well, I might look at emails and stuff, but I'm going to, for the most part, not be working. That's my goal. Right. You should just send me like a daily downtime text that just says, you know, currently sipping a beer, doing nothing. Try it out. <laughs> yeah, totally. Live your best life. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, all right, Darren, I'm on board. Yeah. Well, today we got a big launch at White Spark. I'm excited. It has not quite published. Troy is 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 trying to fix a couple little things uh, with our uh, launch, but I'm so excited about this. It's a huge thing. It's been driven by enterprise clients that are, they need to be able to see, like when you have multiple locations ranking in the same zip code, Mm -hmm. our system previously was only showing you the one. It's like whatever is the best ranking, that's what we always return, right? And that worked for 95% of all the cases. But every once in a while, we'd have these enterprise clients who'd be like, I want to see exactly how this location ranks. And so I want to be able to filter that in my results. And so we've had to overhaul sort of the way we we, we process and store the data. And we've completely overhauled the rankings table. And so now we track multiple items per keyword and location. So if if we find... Five of your locations ranking, we'll, we'll report them all. If you, we find five different pages ranking on that search result, we report them all. So this really opens up enterprise sales. It's something we can speak to. Uh, we have two. We actually have three really significant enterprise clients that are like, "Hey, you finished that thing yet?" Because they're ready to sign up. So I'm super excited. That's actually why we did it because we're actually trying to focus on some other stuff. But then we just have this money in the bank if we finish this thing. So, yep. so we shifted, we got the thing done and uh, I'm really excited about this upgrade cause it's just, it opens up, it really opens up the software to the enterprise level. It's always been great software for agencies and a small business. Totally great for that. Now it's also killer for enterprises. And so uh, that'll be great. Yeah, that's totally awesome. And great that you, right. You've created out of kind of requests or feedback from the customers that you do have. So I would think in delivering it, you would pretty instantly in a matter of a month or two have kind of like some case studies or materials that you could then use marketing wise to do outreach to others that are are similar, pointing out its uniqueness and the value delivery and and how it can help them. Yeah, you know, I I hadn't considered that, but great idea. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Yeah, definitely going to do that now that you mention it. Yeah. How about you? What's uh, what's happening with you? Yeah, probably our our biggest uh, news regarding Leadferno is getting our Zapier app into Zapier's public beta, so we can invite our our customers or you know someone that signed up on a free trial to use it and start making connections. We've already helped a few customers uh, build 
uh, Zaps, right? That's that's their connection. Yep. So that's really awesome. That was a, a nice thing to kind of get through building, producing, and and everything else. And especially, you know, we we've talked at length before. My two biggest objections all the time were integrations and mobile apps. So this got one of those two gone. It's great to like have the Zapier slide in my presentation. Um, yep. It's great to, you know, when I'm talking to people, be like, all right, you know, what what's your CRM? And then while we're on a sales demo or call, I'm able to like just quickly search, you know, if it's one I haven't heard of, which happens all the time because there's so many CRMs in the world. Um, but then look it up and be like, oh yeah, they have a Zapier app as well. Here's an example of, you know, a new lead comes into Leadferno. We'd be able to create that contact uh, for you in um, follow-up boss or in whatever other, yeah. you know, uh, piece of software, Salesforce, whatever that might be. Is that actually a CRM follow-up boss? Yeah, it totally is in the real estate world. So oh, okay. Cool. there's uh, our, our good friend, uh, Matt McGee. Yep. I have a demo next week with his wife. So I was just having a talk with him on Twitter last week while they were setting up the demo. And I asked, what's your CRM? And they said, follow-up boss. And I was like, there you go. Couple of clicks. I'm like, yep. Follow-up boss looks like a big deal. And uh, the follow-up is yes, they have a Zapier app. We're good to go. That's incredible, really, how Zapier just immediately opens up connections to thousands of other apps. That's, yeah. It's really valuable. We, 3,000. Wow. Yeah. 3,000. We, we got to do it. Yeah. And they have over um, 600 CRMs uh, that they're connected to. So it, it is really, I mean, you and I, right, we gushed uh, in our last episode talking about Zapier. I think we basically yeah. did a mini infomercial for them on the, and their yeah. right. content marketing and, and SEO strategy. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I think I even joked this episode yeah. sponsored by that. Yeah. All right. So we, we, uh, we sent them an invoice. We haven't got paid yet, but <laughs> hopefully that check comes in soon. I think about ice cream for everybody. Yeah. So, and, and other than that, right, we're just, uh, we're in like the home stretch of the mobile apps and, you know, it's, so, it's so interesting because in, in one way I almost, I, I really have to like, I don't know. Uh, do a lot of self-talk and like retrain myself and how I think about this. Cause I almost, I catch myself looking as the, at the mobile apps as like a feature, right? And normally when you think about building a feature, it only takes this long and, and whatever else, but like the mobile app is really like, you know, 30 features and all these little tasks that have to be done and everything else. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of process and there's just a lot of pieces to it and things like that. And even though we've done things that have offered us shortcuts or accelerators and consistency in what we're doing, like you, you still have that because you're, you're wrangling all these pieces together. So it's like in a cadence, I would say an easy way to describe is like every other day we push a new version update into test flight so that we can play around with it on, on iOS. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm just an iOS user. So I'm always testing through, through test flight. And within that, it's like, a, you know, the common two steps forward, one steps back, three step forward, two steps back. So it's like you get some new features, but then something that was already existing is now broken. And so it's like, you know, you're doing that on an every other day basis and you're getting these like wins and losses in like real time. Um, so it's like you have you have like this new high when you see the new thing work and then all of a sudden something that's existed for weeks is broken. You're like, no, like 
why, why does that not have to work? Yeah, I know this very well. It's exactly the same feeling I've had over the past like five weeks developing these new features for our rank tracker. And it's like something that we thought, we're like, oh, well, you know what? This isn't too big of a job. We could probably get it done in about a couple of weeks of work. It's like five weeks later, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always like iterating. And those highs and lows have been like, oh, my God, it's, it's up and running. It looks awesome. Oh, no, this whole other section of the software is now broken. We have to now fix all that. Yep. No, totally. Yep. So, yeah. So it's just getting the mind past that and feeling like, right, I feel like because it's been the focus and even though we've had some other things, but all your focus is there. So you don't like, you don't have these feelings of these other little things that cross the finish line and make it across. So sometimes you feel like really stagnant and stale with what you're doing because all of your resources are like into one area and it's like, oh, and, and, you know, it's like, oh, when we get this across and then it'll feel so freeing and then, you know, we can return to some of these other faster paced things and, and whatever. Um, but it's it's been good. You know, we have a few people testing it. That's been great to get feedback. Um, there, there's obviously things that like when you've been working on it since like the inception of the first, you know, beta version, development version you you just deal with some of the holes that are there right you like you start either avoiding them or just move past them and you can even forget they're there and then you need to come back to those and hopefully next week we'll be at even another level of stability and uh, be able to get some more testers on it and then hopefully we're ready for like polish and i'm really hoping after the holidays is when we submit it to the app store and then yeah we have the v1 just kind of locked and loaded and out there. And then when I'm on my sales calls, I've gotten rid of both my two biggest objections. Integrations is off the table and apps, mobile apps is off the table. And then life will get a little easier. Man, I, that sounds awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you get that mobile app. I know that it's a huge thing that your customers have been asking for and it makes perfect sense. Like uh, for any of these businesses, they just want to get the messages on their phone, particularly any business that's out in the field, right? So yep. this works for any of these service area businesses. It really opens up lead fernal. Really pumped about the, the Zapier. So because what's after that? I guess that's the next thing to talk about, right? That's our plan for 2022. Yeah, it's time to let's let's look ahead. Let's look into the crystal ball, Darren, and. Maybe as much as anything, right? Let's throw our uh, hopes and dreams and wishes into the wind and see what blows our way. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. That's what we do every year. Yeah, exactly. So what uh, what tops your list for 2022? The very top of my list. Uh, We're not going to launch this as sort of the first thing in 2022. But I would say in terms of some of the list of things that I think will have the biggest impact is... I'm a tough, I'm a tough one, actually. It's either listing sync. So we'll have a listing sync service. That's, that's on its, on its way. We'll have that in 2022 or it's a uh, Google business profile management within our, our dashboard. So being able to manage your listings and, and push Google posts to multiple locations, scheduling Google posts, uh, managing your Q and a, doing all that kind of stuff within our dashboard. That, those are two huge things that are on the horizon for 2022 that uh, we feel confident that we'll have out the door and actually launched uh, within this year. And so each of them represent their own 
sort of SaaS product, really. This is what we do at Weisspark. We just keep building new things and sell them separately. So uh, the uh, those two things will be out the door in 2022. I feel very confident about that. Uh, the 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 linchpin to all of this is our location manager, which is in the polish stage right now. So, yeah, it's all coming together pretty nice. So that those are the big things that I'm really excited about in um, in 2022. That, that would top my list. I got more things to talk about, but how about you? What's top of your list? Well, I wanted to ask you first: Are those things you feel like yeah. will they like be early in the year, middle of the year, late in the year? Like, yeah. So I've got like a roadmap and I've got a plan, uh, which of course. It's always, it's the dream launch plan, not necessarily the, the reality launch plan, but I would hope that we have our location manager with placing orders through location manager, like our listing service, uh, out the door in January. So that should, that should happen within January. Uh, listing sync should be pretty hot on the heels of that, launching in March, I think. Give, it a, give us another couple of months and I think we should have listing sync done because it's not overly complex. And then the next thing is uh, Google Business Profile Management. And that, that's actually a pretty big project. We are working on scoping it all out and, and defining the sprints for it. That we do expect to take the bulk of the rest of the year. So before the end of the year, we should have, have that out. That's, that's basically my estimated timeline for, for those features. Nice. Yeah. On my side, I mean, really the... My, my life is going to be about sales. Like right. 2021 was, you know, so much about building and getting to the V1 of, of the product, which desktop wise, we're there now. We're trying to, you know, e- equal that out with the mobile apps and, and how that comes together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's time to drive, right? Like we have a few thousand in MRR, but that's not going to last us very long and it's time to drive up sales and get out there and yeah. have more conversations and kind of fire up fire up all all of those uh you know the just diff- different channels right like uh, the one thing i've definitely sat on is some of the you know c- cold cold outreach lukewarm outreach i haven't pressed those buttons just in knowing after Right. A sample size of conversations and knowing like, okay, integrations and mobile apps are coming up every conversation. Mm-hmm. Do I want to burn what might be the opportunity just to get one call only to be hit with objections and then not be able to get back in for the second call? Yep, totally. Or the third call. Yeah. So yeah, no, knowing, knowing that those are done now, um, you know, definitely want to kick that up. Um doing more podcasts, uh, you know, just trying to get reach right. that way, especially in things, podcasts that are focused on agencies, podcasts that are focused on, you know, digital marketing, uh, things like that. I'll, I'll take uh, all of those. I've had good results from the ones uh, that I've been on this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting here wondering, like, will in-person public speaking be a thing in 2022 or, or not? Sure. That one's just been so hard for me because it's been such a part of my past and I enjoy it. And I feel like my passions and loving to teach all those things like really work well. Um, and it it's not always a, you know, that's one of those where it's not a direct sales thing all the time. But as you know, marketing and networking and so many other things, it just has all of these 
benefits that kind of yeah. have ripple effect off it that it's like and and the digital only online events are great it's better than nothing but it, it it's just nowhere near bodies in a room and energy you can feel yeah. and time to talk in between things and happy hours and dinners and and just all the things that go along with it yeah it's been really it's just such a huge thing to be able to uh, get together with people. And it's because like, I don't know, businesses, how much, what percentage is relationship building, right? You're building relationships with people, people getting to know you, getting to trust you. And then either they, they directly work with you or they refer people to you because they, they think you're good at what you do and they think that you built a good product, right? That's, that's how that's, the value of that in-person stuff is is so huge. I really miss it. I you know, I'm not I'm not thinking about missing it for the perspective of like, oh, this is I do this to to build business. It's just so life enriching, right? It's just so great to get together with people and and talk talk about all these awesome things that we're excited about. Yep. Nope. You learn, you know, just as you point out, sometimes some of the most beneficial is somebody being like, ah, oh, I love what you had to say. I don't have a direct need. But I have someone I think you should talk to. Yeah, totally. Um, and th those introductions are are so powerful. So yeah, I mean, by far and away, that's that's like my my number one thing is like it's it's time to fire up the uh, sales machine and and more marketing and and more sales and see see what kind of damage can be done. Well, that sounds like a pretty good like you know product development plan. It's like in one year you've managed to launch a very complete awesome full full featured product and then now you can spend the next year focused on selling it that's that sounds like a like kind of an ideal launch plan like you you've you've built a great product in a short period of time and now you can go to market with it and sell hard that's exciting i hope you're correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> people lining up at the door yeah well my my kind of like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it like the nightmare scenario or like the, I don't know what it is that just kind of nags at me is like, okay, the objections overwhelmingly are around integrations in mobile. Yeah. But like once you remove those, does that just remove the most, right? You remove the, the most visible objections mm -hmm. that people can speak to. And then will they boil up the next set? And if you remove those, will they boil up the next set? So it's like, yeah, exactly. Are, is it is it really like you know? Have you really like cleared the hurdles, or will the new hurdles present themselves? Will they just be a lot of much smaller ones like that? One part of me is really interested to find out about this. The other part of me is like, oh, please no, don't let there be a, any other <laughs> large objections because yeah, I want to sell more than I need to be. Okay, right? You the last thing you ever want to think is like, oh, if I just build this one more thing. It'll it'll be great. It'll be good enough. Whatever that might be. Sure. I think you would have heard some hints of what those other big objections could be yeah. by at this point. Like I don't. You're not getting hit with anything huge. Little requests here and there. That'll be yeah. till the end of the year. I can say when I look at it that way, it's like yes, those other twos kind of have like no's or like we need that before we'd move forward yeah. attached to it where the other things brought up are like, oh, have you thought about this or can it do this? And then when you answer like, exactly. okay, cool. Glad to know you're thinking about it. Yeah, that would be nice. Right. Yeah. But it's not a like, that's going to cause me not to move forward right now.
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got a couple items on our wish list at White Spark, but as as lead for no customers, you know, and we know that they'll they'll make it in there eventually, and and it doesn't really hinder our ability to use the software. We love it. We think it's great, and so um, you know, but these things would just. You know, little feature enhancements, put them on your roadmap, get them done eventually. Yeah. Just stay with me as a customer for 10 years, Darren, and we'll get them all taken care of. I, I think you're <laughs> going to have these things done. In the oh, man, I hope so. That one of the other things that I had, I'd spent last week with my co-founder and one of our main focuses was kind of planning out Q1 and maybe a little bit of, of Q2 as far as, you know, what? what we haven't got done for the end of the year that we wanted to, right. some of the the new things that, that we're working on. Um, so that felt really good to kind of get a, you know, three to five, six month slate planned out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really realize then like just how fast that time is going to go yep. and how constrained you are to get those things done. Um, but it, at least now it was, it was a little bit easier too in knowing like, Right, just the more time that we've had uh, with our team and understanding their workflows and b- having like comparable features and tasks and things like that to go off of, made our planning a lot easier. Where definitely in the past you plan things out and you don't have any background to go off of, so you have no way to know like, oh, right. is it similar to this that took one sprint, or is it similar to this that took three sprints and had some holes in it and. <laughs> was a quagmire and whatever else. So that yeah. that was definitely a, an interesting piece as we went through that stuff. And yeah, it feels good just to see what that looks like and, and also know there, there'll probably be some flexibility or some things that pop up. Yeah, totally. So now you've got a better idea of like how much work you can fit into a sprint and you had you, your idea of what that was, you know, five months ago is different than what it is today. Yes, very much so. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. Knowledge is power. It's good to good to have that. Yeah, you know, you're talking about the marketing side and, and public speaking. You know, when, when I was thinking about my plans for 2022, um, you know, I was really just thinking about where are we going on the software side of things. But there's other there's other big things that I've got on my mind for 2022. Things that I'm excited about, um, even on the service side, uh, particularly in our Google. Uh, well, we call it the Google My Business Management Service, but I guess uh, we're, we are changing it to uh, SEO services because just recently we've launched um, uh, in, into that service. A lot of our, our clients, they were managing their, their Google profile, but they also could use help with their website. And so now we've started offering website management service. Um, so we've been working hard on that for the past little bit there. Huge shout out to uh, Tomas. And Ali, who uh, worked hard to get us get that program up and running, is now launched on the website. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. I I love Ali. She had a great presentation at the local search summit that tied in messaging. That that was awesome. And then she's she's just always such a good supporter on Twitter, liking and retweeting things. It's one of those sure. you know you see certain people like something, you're like, oh, like that's how when I see Ali, I'm like, oh, thanks, Ali. Yeah, and I heard today actually that her mom is one of our uh, our biggest supporters, big top listener of the podcast. Say what? 
Allie's mom. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Allie's mom. Yep. So I'm excited about uh, the continued expansion of our our SEO services. And and that's actually been a real growth engine for us over the past year as well. Uh, We're always hiring in that service and, and new clients keep coming on. So that's exciting. We got all that on the go. On the marketing side, I'm just kind of getting the engines revved up for the local search ranking factors tour. So um, one of the ideas that I have that I can't believe I haven't done this in the past is there are a lot of people still linking to the Moz version of the article. So I'm, I'm pulling a link report from Ahrefs. I'm collecting contact data for all these websites. And then I'm going to send them on email and be like, hey, we got a new version of the local search ranking factors. And so that'll drive links. It'll drive more people writing about the latest version. And then in there, I'm going to add a little tagline that says, hey, and if you've got like a webinar or a podcast thing that you want me to come on and talk about it, I'd love to do that. You are going to be so drunk off all the link juice that comes pouring in. I know. I'm going to just be hammered. Just (laughs) link juice hammered. Oh, man. That's a great. That's totally a great idea. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes when you look at and there's just something that's so like no brainer, low hanging, but because, but it causes you like, you have to go back to kind of audit and understand that, right? Like it's not a go, it's not a go forward activity as you're thinking about growth and expansion and whatever else, because these people have talked about this years ago in the past and whatever else, but you saying like, Hey, there's updated versions. If someone discovered your post now, you're teaching them things from five years ago. Like you, you want this updated version of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's pretty uh, solid marketing strategy. And I do think it'll lead to a lot of those sort of like, you know, people inviting me to be a guest on various things. And so, and that, that as we know, uh, is great, uh, great marketing. Works out really well. Heck yeah. I mean, the, obviously the local search ranking factors is a wonderful Backlink, PR, yeah, right. All those. I, I know you were just on uh, the Near Media. Yep, Near Media's yep. podcast, Near Memo. Which, yeah, totally. uh, I haven't li- I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I literally listen to every episode. I love hearing Greg and David and Mike uh, talk about those things. Um, yeah, but to me, that's such a you know one thing that I I tried to do this year. I conducted three different like consumer surveys around texting. Um, contacting a business, which ways do you like to contact it? Yeah. How long is appropriate for replies between live chat and text messaging? What What are the reasons you like to text a business? Um, and, and I just think those are such great things. If if you are in an industry where you can do surveys or be a source of of data that people can then link back to, yeah. They're they're constantly looking for that to put into their presentations to support their articles. Um, all, all of those things. And I just, I hugely believe in those. I think it's a great part of a content marketing strategy. Our, the last one we ran on, you know, how do customers want to contact a business? I kind of laughed because, you know, obviously we're still working to build traffic to lead for no and whatever else, but we're mentioned in uh, Joy Hawkins Sterling Sky newsletter. Mm-hmm. And we were in the Moz uh, top 10 email for December. Nice. And those, those two emails alone, drove us more visitors in the last two weeks than like all of our other, any other traffic source that's out there. Right. So we had, we had hundreds of new users that had never been to Leadferno from being included in email marketing summaries and newsletters. So absolutely. Yeah. You've done a really good job on that content. Like you're, you're very good at writing 
and creating compelling content. And the fact that you're doing that sort of survey data stuff, that is huge. I think that really resonates with a lot of people. That's the kind of content that they want to read. Yeah. And so it's, it's a smart strategy. I think every SaaS company should be investing in doing some kind of research, research and statistics, any kind of data that you can supply. It's just a, a, a link and mention goldmine. Yep. And, and then now I need to like get smart about it and figure out how do I take these three separate surveys and wrap them into something larger, right? Another post yeah. or a download or, or whatever else. It's like Ross Simmons uh, on Twitter, the coolest cool. Yep. Right. He, he just pushes this all the time on like creating the content is like 10% of what you're doing, yeah. but it's publicizing it, marketing it, resharing it, everything else. Like that's the 90%, right? I know. Um, and it's like most of his content out there is such a good reminder for me on that, where it's like, you know, even features, it's like, oh, we built this. Hey, yay, today it launched and whatever else. And it's like, Yes, that should be in a tweet next week and a Facebook post the week after, right? And like keep yep. going back to it. And that's something like I constantly have to remind myself is like you have to remarket this stuff over and over again because don't sit there and think, oh, the whole world heard me the first time I put this out there this one time. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I, he makes me feel guilty all the time because he's got all these great ideas of things that we should do, but then we're not doing them. And I'm always like, ah, oh, so many awesome things to do. I will say though, that Jessie Lowe, who took the whole month of December off, uh, she's our marketing manager at Weisspark. She did a great job of queuing up a bunch of social media posts and tweets and whatnot. And so she's doing exactly that. She's just kind of taking a lot of our old content that we've created last year and creating tweets. They, they look fresh. So yeah. a lot of people never saw it the first time. Yeah. And now it's like they're getting hit with it again. And I'm getting new comments on it and new replies to the tweets that are people are saying, oh, this is really great. And they, they just totally missed it the first time. It's really important to, to continue doing that. Yeah, It's interesting how that works. And it's like, all you really have to do is take a different approach at the tweet you write or what you put together or grab a, a different element of the post and put it back out there again. Like literally anytime you write a post and I, I know this, you know, I've read a ton of white spark blog posts. Like you guys don't write two paragraph posts. They're like long form, a lot in it, whatever else. Like there, there's literally should be somewhere between 10 to 20 social posts out of each blog posts that you put together. Right. You can pull out all these little snippets, right? Each So many of these little quotes that you can pull out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But you know what? It's just uh, so many things to do and so little resources. You know, one, we only have Jesse. That's actually one of my big goals for 2022 is to hire a second person on the marketing side of things. I'm so jealous that you even get to say the word hire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome though. And fabulous. And that's so great when you get to plan and look at your business and be like, you know, what what roles and finding great people will yeah. just help us expand in the next year. Right. Yeah. So I've got like, number one, uh, Jesse absolutely needs support on the, the marketing team. Um, and then I don't we have our, our support team uh, that do a great job of all inbound sales. Um, but I think it's time to get someone dedicated to a sales role, someone that can go through the pipeline, handle anything that's bigger, that's inbound and then work on some of the stuff that you're talking about. I'm really excited. Like you say things like outreach and I'm, I always shy away from that. But if, if, if it's done right 
uh, I'm interested to learn from you over the course of the next year how to do outreach properly. Well, you know that it's music to my ears that you're going to bring on a salesperson and yeah. someone someone focused, right? And it doesn't even have to be, right? I, I think that first step is having that inside sales that it's like, okay, let's let's put you in in contact with someone that can answer your questions, teach you the things you need to learn. Yep. But this this person, the the goal of their job is to bring you on as a successful customer, right? And yeah. that can get misaligned in support a little bit where their goal is yes to answer questions and do whatever else, but it can get wonky for support people to like ask for a close or push them towards a payment or signing up yeah, right. or whatever mm -hmm. else where it's like, did I answer your questions? Yes, great. Okay, cool. I'm out of here. Yeah, did my job. Yeah, the salesperson is like, Great. I want to get you using this. How can I help you set this up today? Will you email me after you do that? And I'll show you a couple of tips and tricks. Like mm -hmm. the, the motivation and the alignment is just much different than taking someone else on your team that's in support or customer service or something like that and saying, you know, you're basically saying answer their questions, but most likely they're not going to like ask for the sale, follow up, do those kind of things. It's more reactionary of, yeah, you needed this. I gave it to you. We're good. Yeah, I got pipe drive all set up, ready to go. Just need somebody to use it. <laughs> awesome. I think that's going to go really well for you, Darren, because you, your marketing does wonders. I mean, you've you've really got that down. Uh, you're great on the content side. You create topics. You're seen as a thought leader in the industry. You're well connected. Um, you're easy to get linked to because you have so many readers and, and people are paying attention to you. So having someone focused to like, look at that funnel and start to mature it and, and do some things with it that are organized, um, and repeatable, I, I think will pay great dividends for you. I'm excited. 2022. It's looking good. <laughs> I love it. A yeah. uh, couple of the, the last things for me, you know, one was just more of a, you know, that just this realization on like, as I put it, you know, plan the big things and react to the little things. Right. And this kind of came out of, you know, kind of our roadmap. And some of that is like, I have some bigger items and, and things like that, that I want to make sure we're hitting upon and, and getting done. But also now is like, we're gaining users and we're getting these little pieces of feedback and just understanding how someone's using it in their day and what little hurdle or bump or what can make their world easier, then you realize like, okay, the listening to those customers or, or watching how they're using it or interpreting what they're asking about or looking for, like those are the little things that you need to respond and react to as you're building. So it's like you kind of pick some key elements and you know the middle ground is going to be filled in with what your users have to say and what they bring to the table. And sometimes without even saying anything, right? You can just, there's been people that are like asking some questions and I'll be like, all right, why don't you invite me into your account so I can see these things. Then when I see them, I'm like, okay, hey, I'm noticing this and man, oh, this would really help these guys. And we should, this would be a great feature idea. Yeah, totally. That's the thing, right? It just, it never ends. There's just an endless list of improvements and continued growth. Yep. And then my my last thing is, right, so much of this last year is building blocking and tackling, right? It's building the basic uh, blocks that need to be there that customers expect and everything else. 
So I'm, I'm really excited between like getting to the, the next phase, right? So much of your one is like, yeah. just how do we make sure that you can accomplish these tasks that you want to do and, and meet these expectations? So to be able to like to start to think kind of second or third layer on to the product, um, watch how people are using it, have more conversations with more customers, like that all this kind of rolls up into, you know, what, whether they be next ideas or, you know, what, what that looks like. I don't know. When I look back at like gather up, I, I definitely can pick some areas where instead of all these, like, you know, these features exist and they're related, but yet disjointed. Mm-hmm. To me, it was really the things once you started having elements where you're like, okay, now by inserting this, now here's like a process, right? Here's how like these three or four features work together and support each other and create a workflow that delivers value for that business. Right. And so like that, that's just kind of one example where I look at that and I'm like, I hope some of those like aha moments or interesting processes or, or ideas yeah. take place in this next year. Do you have uh, anything big that's okay? Well, now that once we get sort of mobile app out, this is sort of the next big thing I want our dev team to develop. Do you have any, any that on in mind already? Yeah, I mean, we want to get the integration with GMB slash Google Business Profile Chat. Yep, yep. You know, we were going to do that before integrations, but integrations just came up so much. Um, so that's probably one thing, you know, I, idea wise, there's probably two main things I have. One is in, you know, the buttons that go on the site, the lead box. Yep. I want to find the right ways to either work in reputation information, like here's our average review rating, or here's our average time to response. What, what additional like social proof or, um, reinforcement factors can we provide that would entice the customer to click into those buttons even more, right? So when I look at that, it's like, oh, this is a highly rated business that solves it for me. So I want to, I feel more comfortable to reach out and ask a question over text. Or I see that the average response time is like seven minutes. So I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to get it. I'm most likely going to get an answer pretty fast out of this business if I shoot them a text. Sure. So yeah, so that's yep. that's definitely one idea that I want to hone and see how that fits into into what we're doing. Do you have somewhere any point in your roadmap you ever imagine building sort of chatbot functionality yep. where a message comes in, you analyze the content, answer a bunch of questions automatically? Yeah, I don't I don't know AI wise. I would say our first step will probably be similar to like drift playbooks or just creating a, a, you know, three, four, five question funnel. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're really taking like a static web form and now producing it into a text conversation. Sure. So, and then once, once they answer those automated questions, then it's pushed over to a live agent to be able to handle it. The information they need to answer really quickly. Yes. So I, I would say that'd probably be our first step. And I would hope we're working on something like that come summer of 2022 so that it would be something we'd have later in the year so yeah it's it's a really big industry there's a lot of stuff you can do with messaging just to continue to make it uh, a better experience for both the the user the end user sending the message and and the the customer 
I think I have a user and customer backwards, but basically <laughs> your customer, your lead Ferno customer yep. uh, to, to make the experience easier and uh, quicker to manage. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, for sure. So there's, there's a lot out there. This is when it comes back to like, just, you know, understanding the identity you want and your vision yep. and, and path and like how it fits into it. And that one's really interesting because one, we really believe that like the beauty of this is making it easy for someone on your team to talk to a customer. And the, yeah. that's what the customer really, what they really want at the end of the day is they want personal help. Um, sure. So we don't want to get too far in the way of that. That's why, totally. yeah, I, I don't want to create something that's, you know, fully automated. Um, but I definitely see the benefits of the system automatically asking you a handful of questions because that's going to make the help even better when that live agent picks it up. So sure. Yeah. It just maybe it's always good to preface it. You don't like, you know, the worst experiences you get on one of those phone trees and it's like, yeah. you got to listen to 10 messages and then you got to press one through eight for all of these different things. And it takes you 10 minutes to listen to them all before you can even pro progress. That's the most annoying experience. So yeah. you should always lead with, if at any point you want to just talk to somebody, press zero, <laughs> type zero. Yep. Yeah, I mean, somewhat that's the beauty of the conversation where you can even see how someone responds. You know, if they're like, stop asking me these questions. I just want to talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't totally. know. So yeah, that that balance, that's something that, you know, we're going to figure out. I, I see the efficiency for the business. I do see how it can help both sides of the customer and, and the business. Um, but you definitely want to dig in and do it right and stay true to kind of what your ethos is with it. Well, it sounds pretty good, Aaron. It looks like you've got an exciting 2022 ahead. I can't wait to watch you uh, watch you grow this company. Well, we we both have a lot to do. <laughs> There's so much to do. That's the trouble with this, yeah. right? It's like all these plans for 2022 mean a lot of work. Yeah, we'll, we'll bookmark these lists uh, that we both shared, and then we'll revisit in December of 2022, and we'll grade ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And I, I, I'm going to put a little sticky on my monitor, make sure that we get all these things done by the end of the year. All right. Hopefully I'll get a B minus and I'll feel pretty good about myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know that if you get a C in university, you still get your degree. So there you go. All right. There you go. I just, I just want to be above average, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're way above average in my books. I'm a C plus. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, hey, great catching up with you. Uh, happy holidays to you. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I, I know I know we will find uh, something very serious to exchange texts over uh, in, in the coming weeks. If, if we both have free time on our hands, I'm, I'm sure we'll end up in a conversation somehow. I'm sure. Yes. Well, same to you. Same to you and your family. Have a great uh, holiday break. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll see everybody else on the podcast in in 2022. Yeah. Well, wishes to you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting Darren and I talk to you uh, or with you, depending on how well we make you feel involved. So yeah, it's, uh, it's great. We, we love doing it. Uh, appreciate the, the support and when people reach out. So happiest of holidays and a, and a happy new year to our listeners. Hey, everybody.